0: Hello, 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 friends, and welcome to this episode of the New Story Podcast with Rebecca Conran. We're in Sagittarius season, and we're looking at the energy report for November the 27th through December the 3rd. Um, Last week, I I felt really off while I was recording the energy report, and um, I didn't know that, um, you know, my space, my office that I record in is very sacred to me, and I treat it as a sacred space, and... Um, I didn't know that, uh, because I'm moving that there was a realtor just parading people through the space without giving me any notice for over a month. So when I was in there, I was like, the energy is just off, but I just really didn't sense that, um, I actually needed to do a deep clearing of the space and move my practice out of the space fully while it's in this transitional period. Um, so if, if I seemed a little off to you last week, um, I felt off, (laughs) I felt fucking off and my energy did not feel, um, as, uh, grounded as I would have liked to. So now I've moved my office and hopefully we'll have a much more grounded, uh, podcast today. Um, we have quite a big week ahead of us, any week that starts with a full moon, um, is pretty is pretty full on. Um, It's gonna peak in the beginning and at the end of the week with some quiet time a little bit in between. Um, But I think that it's fair to say for the next um, couple of months, at least through January the 20th, when Pluto shifts back into Aquarius, that we're really in for some um, struggles with power and authority and fascism and capitalism and, um, just these structures that are really old and archaic and are on their way out. And anything that's on the precipice of change sees an incredible amount of, um, chaos and violence erupting because, change is very very hard it's very very hard in order for things to change there has to be a destruction of the ego around why things are the way that they are people have to have a massive internal transform transformative breakthrough and to break through things need to break down and so this is really a period where we are seeing a lot of breakdown we're seeing breakdown in communication we're seeing breakdown in rationality and humanitarianism and um you know we might be seeing breakdowns with work modes and career modes and on a personal level even financial modes um I think that to be forewarned is to be forearmed in some ways to be aware that this is A process that we're going through that we are part of as humans that we're all responsible for as humans. And um, we're going to be in it for a little bit longer. And that doesn't mean every day is going to feel like war. um, But this is a period of massive change. And so to expect, expect that um, over the next couple months and expect that all the transits are also going to be touching on that. You know, anything that's at the release anoretic degree, which Pluto is. And it not, it, it isn't often. It is not often at this degree. You know, Pluto has been in Capricorn for eight years. It's going to be in Aquarius for 21 years. So this is really a blip in the uh, full spectrum, the full bigger picture of that when we have to go through these kinds of transits and how we go through these kinds of transits. Um, um moments um and it may have felt very difficult for the last 7 8 years you know um there has been a lot of shifts um as we kind of get into this more human humanitarian period for ourselves but nothing is more important to humans than the edging into a humanitarian season for ourselves the age of Aquarius um, and that's because our survival as a species really relies on us being able to embody being a human being and being a human being for ourselves and for everybody else really embodying the humanitarian um, unifying unity um, seeing that all lives are equal and valuable and um, These are really important things that we need, not just for our brains and for our philosophy, but for our existence, for humans to continue existing. We have to see that everybody is worthy and valuable. Everything is interconnected. You know, the environment, climate change, all of these things are interconnected with how we value human life And so um, it's very important moment that we're in. And so as tenuous and difficult as it is, um, we should welcome the change and welcome um, that, you know, a new humanitarian authority is really what has to um, arise from this extreme moment that we're in. So the, the full moon, start the week on Monday the 27th with a full moon in Gemini. If Sagittarius, which is the season we're in, that's what the sun is in, is the big picture, Gemini is the details. And full moons really bring emotions to a head. They're the part of the emotional cycle that really um, calls us to release and shed. Um, And this full moon is quite high strung because Gemini wants to Intellectualize feelings instead of have a catharsis of feeling so there's um this degree that we're at with this full moon in Gemini is all about it's quite high strung um and it's really all about the space that lies between our dreams and what has come before and where we need to go And how we we get to our dreams, how we facilitate it, how we make it happen. And because there's so much enormity between dreaming something up and making it into a reality, um, it can feel really overwhelming and um, upsetting. We can feel on one hand hopeful that we have these big picture dreams. And on the other hand, we can feel simultaneously doubtful because the facts of the present seem to be vastly different from the dream that we hold. We, um, are yearning for freedom for ourselves and others. And, um, at the same time suffering that, uh, that freedom doesn't exist, you know, or that people want to enslave other people, um, in, in a myriad of ways in the world that we live in. And, you know, although Americans have a lot of freedoms, there's an enslavement that is happening here, too. There's a fascism that's happening here, too, um, a, a, a methods of control that are being used to um, dumb down people from their clarity and from their intuition and from their own sense of personal responsibility or from thriving. You know, it's a struggle. It's a struggle for all humans in many different capacities. So we're really just, um, you know, during this full moon, we're tuned into that we're not living in the world we really want to see. And what a painful um, reality to be hit with, you know. Um, And I think that we have to also consider that, yeah, we're not living in the world that we want to see. That's for sure. Um, in terms of like it being outpictured in a vast, you know, all-encompassing way. But dreaming up the world we want to see is half the battle. It's half the battle to get everybody on the same page of where we are. I think it's incredibly telling that we are in a, in a in a moment of vast change, that there are so many humanitarians speaking up that it wasn't this way even 10 years ago, that the wool has really been removed from the eyes of so many, and that it's contagious. It's contagious. And um, I think every inventor at one point had an impossible dream in front of them, Um, they had something, an idea, a theory, and it may have seemed absolutely impossible to get to point B, you know, from point A to point B, but eventually they did connect reality with those big ideas and the magic came to fruition and we should never stop believing that we have that same sort of fortitude as inventors of our own experience um, to make it happen, we might not know how we might not know the timing. Um, but to hold fast to our big dreams and this full moon in Gemini, you know, where can we be assertive to the details we need to pay attention to? Where do we need to really um, hone in on the details of our beliefs too? Um, I've talked about it many times before, but our world is really suffering from fascism. And it's not just a right-wing issue. It is definitely, we see it prominently in the far-reaching right fringe, um, but it's an issue that is, f- everybody somehow participates in where we believe that our opinions and our ways should be enforced on another person, um, that takes away from their ability to choose for themselves and their own autonomy. And all of that is fascism, of course, sometimes um, someone who is a violent threat to other people, um, sometimes there has to be a restriction of their aut- autonomy to provide safety for themselves and other people. But in general, most people are, are, are not that way and need to be given the freedom to choose for themselves. Um, and anything other than that falls under the umbrella of fascism, and it's a slippery fucking slope a slippery slope. Um, and we don't want to, we don't want to be, um, we want to be just really conscious that we're not, that we're being responsible for our own perpetuation of, um, fascism. (laughs) I don't even know how else to put it, but where we believe that our opinions are um, are something that someone else should live by or our beliefs even. Um, it's, it's just not the case. We need to allow people freedom. And yes, it's such a nuanced thing. It's such a nuanced thing. It really is. But what's at at stake is people who have higher perspective, higher humanitarian, um, beliefs, uh, what's at stake is they're being denied, they're being snuffed out, they're being silenced. So it's uh, it's it's something that we really need to be paying attention to. Um, on the 28th of November, Tuesday, it's uh, generally quiet in the skies. There's no major transits happening. We've got the moon in Gemini going from Gemini into Cancer. It's probably going to feel a little bit like a hangover-y day. Um, in terms of emotionally once we get into the moon and the mooniest of moon places the moon in cancer um, we really focus more of our attention on um, and that's very late at night that that happens we're going to focus our attention more on um, the home and our feelings for sure we may then feel emboldened to actually feel our fe- feelings in a more physical and cathartic way it also um, can sometimes embolden the crisis factor where we feel that our safety and our security is really at risk. Those are some of the, the um, more intense feelings of moon in, in Cancer. Um, but on a whole, the 28th, the Tuesday is more of a relaxed day in terms of the, the skies, but we may just need a little extra rest after the transit of the full moon in Gemini. On Wednesday, we've got um, Venus, which is currently in uh, Libra, and it's in its last few days of Libra, and it's conjunct the south node also in Libra. And this is um, a continuation of the energy we've been feeling since October, um, and definitely a continuation of things like the um, Israeli-Hamas um, conflict, and um, especially since, you know, during, on October 7th, the asteroid Israel was directly conjunct the south node in Libra. So we're seeing that there is some patterns here that are coming full circle that need to really be collectively looked at and that are very much focused on um, Israel. And um, however you, you know, whatever your personal beliefs on that, the ultimate higher perspective is that nobody deserves to be um, living in fear of their safety because of the um, supremacist ideals of their government, neither people in Gaza because of Hamas or people in Israel because of the Israeli government. And so we're seeing this really, as a window into other Western worlds, too. I think one of the major reasons why the USA won't denounce um, settler colonization is also because it won't take accountability for its own um, behavior. And in order to say this is wrong, that people are being... um, annihilated and pushed from their homes um, to expand settlements um, is because we would have to acknowledge that our own our own um, failure to protect human life and there have been so many examples of this I mean even on American soil when we tested the atomic bomb in New Mexico you know if you've seen Oppenheimer then you know that that atomic bomb was tested on American soil Nobody cared about all of the people that would be affected by the radiation levels and many people were and most of the people who were there at those tests did get cancer and or went blind and all kinds of shit happened. Um, And we don't as a country take responsibility for our um, responsibility to creating a nuclear war program and the fact that Countries didn't work together to make sure that this threat of nuclear annihilation was, um, you know, nobody went, hey, we should really meet and unify and say this isn't good for any of us. Instead, we became the only country to ever drop a nuclear bomb and annihilate um, hundreds of thousands of innocent people. In a in a in a flash, and so for us to um, you know this what's going on with the South Node in Libra, it's showing um, what we have these karmic patterns that we have of um, where we're not diplomatic, where we're not loving to our neighbor, where we don't look for win win solutions, where we're unwilling to take responsibility for our own um, uh, fears and uh, violence, and. <clears throat> you know i think it's positive in that we more people than not are taking responsibility for that on a personal level i think it really is moving towards a ch- towards change um but you know not before things get more intensely ramped up so this is one of those moments you know um wednesday the 29th is going to really hone back in and touch back in on that energy of that south node in Libra and how it really affects all, how this violence perpetuated against um, our global neighbor even, It, it has an effect on how we give and receive love too. It really is troubling for all of us. It's not just over there, you know, and um, we should be concerned and we should be holding our own governments responsible for when um, this kind of behavior is reproduced as well in our name and with our tax dollars. So um, on this day also, we've got the sun in Sagittarius in conjunct Jupiter in Taurus. So our Identity right now is expansive, right? Our collective identity, the sun in Sagittarius, it's expansive. It's um, looking for adventure. It's looking for growth and knowledge. And um, it's not feeling like opportunity and, um, and um, what's the word? Op- optimism and luck is on our side um so we want to expand but we're not feeling like we can in a lucky and um optimistic way um so there's no simple way to to get there basically is what it's going to feel like so we just want to be kind of aware that these tenuous emotions and these tenuous um mental struggles that we're experiencing they're going to pass They're going to pass. Like, I think it's good to be aware of the information that's coming up. And sometimes we need to just really say, okay, I just need to be present to these feelings without having to fix it or jump out of it and just be aware, you know, be aware of what it feels like to have that sense of, um, hopelessness sometimes, um, just as a sensory feeling. And don't linger there. Don't stay there. Don't write a whole story about it. Don't have a whole narrative that you're going to that you're gonna attach to it because that is going to pass. But be as present as you can to it and its teachings and what it wants to burst forth out of you in the moment. Um, the 30th of November is the last day that Mercury is going to be in Sagittarius. So Mercury in Sagittarius is going to be at the 29th degree. We're going to be back here because Mercury is going to retrograde um, in two weeks time, and we're going to be back towards Sagittarius. So this is a moment to pay attention to, there's going to be a review of all of the things that are going on over this period in terms of communications, with our relationships within ourself, messages, um, you know, contracts are under review, everything like that, um, is this is a time when, um, you know, um, nothing is, is set in stone in terms of contracts and communications and messages. We're really like building on a moment. Um, we've also got Venus and Libra in conjunct Neptune and Pisces. So, you know, the Venus in Libra, the Libra energy, the shadow side of Libra is really prominent right now. Um, which is superficiality over um, reality, it's uh, a lack of diplomacy, it's um, um, denial, I would really associate a lot of denial with the element of Libra sometimes too, of just not being um, totally present to like, what's going on and to wanting to see things as we would like them to be as rather than how they really are so we're paying attention to um that and it's and really all week it's ability with Neptune and Pisces to disconnect us from oneness you know um if we don't see it out pictured in the world as we would like to to think that oneness doesn't exist or to think that There isn't a creative force of love that permeates everything. You know, um, sometimes we don't see it out pictured. It doesn't mean that it's not there. And so we have to really dig in deep and work harder to access those states. And sometimes it is through disconnecting with um, people, places, experiences, social media, things like that. That keep us in a perpetual state of anguish or of, um, you know, a superficial state of separation. Um, We want to make sure that we work hard to remove ourselves from those environments that don't promote um, us being able to feel the wonder and the magic and the beauty of the world we live in too, which exists at the same exact time. On the first of December Friday, we've got Mercury entering Capricorn. Um this is a nice shift, I think. It's a sobering shift. Um we're gonna spend eleven days with this placement before it retrogrades again, beginning on December twelfth. Um, and then it's gonna retrograde for a week through Capricorn and then re enter Mercury and Sagittarius, and then it's gonna go direct again towards the end of the month. So Uh, or in january and then we're going to re-enter capricorn in january so we're in this moment for a while um and so there's something very important in the messages and the communications happening now and again we're going to have to revisit these ideas mercury and capricorn it's really it's a determined self-disciplined self-authority placement it's persistent it climbs mountains mentally think of the the wild goats that are just like on the precipice they're on the very side of a mountain and they are like thousands of feet in the air and they're just like going to get to the top going to get there um they don't feel stuck they look it looks insane when you see them on the side of these mountains they're not stuck they're fucking going to get there and so this is a placement that's excellent for that energy that we need to get there you know whatever projects that we need mental stamina for Um, if there's a book that you always wanted the energy to write about or whatever, now's the time to revisit those projects. Um, um, and, um, you know, it's a good time for responsibility, for duty, for career, for, um, thinking before we speak, which I think is an important, uh, element that is missing with the Sagittarius energy. Um, Sagittarius energy definitely speaks first, (laughs) listens later. Um, and so this is the time to really be more conscious of the words that we're saying and how we're saying them. Um, prioritize what's important to you, um, but try not to be rigid. This this placement has a hard time switching gears when it has a goal in mild in mind and it could show up as inflexibility. Um sometimes a Mercury and Capricorn person might be able to, um, you know, get to point A from point A to point B very quickly in their mind and have frustration when other people aren't as easily uh, capable of seeing um, the big picture like they are in terms of like how to get to the finish line. You know, um, I think uh, Capricorn's all about like we can see to the top of the mountain and there's a s- swift focus of like getting there. Um, and we don't want to be rigid to all the other places we might need to stop off at on the way. And, um, so just paying attention to, to that, to not being too focused on career and stuff either at the detriment to the rest of our life, um, and other people. Um, also on this day, um, nope, not on this day, the next day, the next day, Saturday the 2nd, we've got Mercury and Capricorn sextile Saturn in Pisces, so Saturn is Capricorn's, um, you know, uh, words, what are they, they don't like to come into my mind sometimes, Capricorn rules, uh, or Saturn rules Capricorn, so with this energy there's a cohesiveness and with the mercury sextile saturn this is a great day for pushing forward mentally for um, good self-discipline messages info is going to be feeling clear with this in terms of our spiritual practice and one of the things about capricorn is that it's here to build it's a builder sign right it's like a worker energy And it has great self-discipline. And it has great focus. And um, the higher echelon of it. Is that it's here to build the spiritual into reality. So with like Pluto in Capricorn. We definitely see the shadow side of Capricorn. Where the worker bee has just been used to fill the coffers with, with wealth. And hoard wealth and things like that. We see... That career advancement has been used to placate people's um, self-esteem and things like that. The real uh, tuned-in version of Capricorn is where we take our spiritual ideas and we make them real in the world. We build them into the uh, reality. The masculine serves the feminine. It serves it by um, taking the feminine's... uh, ideas and creations and 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 building on them and making them tangible and so this is a great day to help make your own divine feminine ideas into tangible reality in a mental sphere on sunday the third um it's the last day that venus is in libra um before venus changes signs the next day so you know power struggles are really on the table today because venus and libra is also square pluto in these last degrees of capricorn and so we're seeing another moment where that very karmic patterning is showing up around issues with authority issues with control issues with power struggle that can come out really violently at times and violence doesn't just have to be something that someone perpetrates to someone else. Violence can be an act done towards the self. You know, I always say that um, all people are violent people. People are either violent outwardly or they're violent inwardly. So they're violent towards others or they're violent towards self. Um, I'm someone who is violent towards self, has been in my past, in my history, um, as was shown to me by my ability to abuse myself through drugs and alcohol and sex and toxic relationships and suicide attempts. And you know that showed me that I had a great capacity for violence against myself. It's the same energy. it's just inward, inverted, um instead of outward expressed. And so we want to be really careful on these days when Pluto's rearing up that we're not violent in any way, that we see the value of all human life, including our own, and we have a reverence for it and an honor towards it so that we um, are unable to um, act with such um, irresponsibility towards others or ourselves. You know, I don't think it's enough to say, well, I love my neighbor if you don't love yourself as well. I feel like they're part of the same thread. If you don't have compassion for yourself and you're not loving yourself, you're not really loving your neighbor either because it should be a reflection of a of, a, of an energy and a place that we are rooted in internally. And that's really our work to do. That's our work to do is to align Um, You know, Venus is all about how we give and receive love. So this is a great time to be very loving towards self and have that reflected in our relationships with others and to really watch for perpetuation of abuse and violence, whether it's towards ourself and our own behaviors or towards others and knowing that it's all part of the same energy field, you know, and we don't want to participate in that. We just don't want to participate in that. We want to participate in a, in such a higher expression of ourselves. This life is so fucking short. We have just a small time here on Earth. You know, what's the our, death is our eventuality. What's the point of being shitty to ourselves or other people? You know, it's it's like um, it's in the very best possible way. It's like, yeah, this is a short and ultimately meaningless moment in the blip of all time. So. Be like loving and sweet and enjoy things and look at the sky and look at your animals and be kind to other people and have that beautiful dopamine and serotonin hit from enjoyment of our experience and sharing and and giving love, you know, Um, and and being part of this beautiful, cohesive unity that exists too. Um, We have nothing to lose by doing so. Um, All right, friends, that is the energy report for this week, November 27th to um, December the 3rd. Um, In ways of preparation for it, I would say, you know, a great day for journaling is Monday. Anytime there's a full moon, it's a great day to just express energy and to set intentions for release. Um, I think when Mercury enters Capricorn on Friday the 1st, that's a great day for envisioning um also for setting intentions in, ter- in terms of like what are we building what are we what do we want to see come to fruition what projects need to be revisited maybe we start to kind of knock off some to-do lists and uh, stuff like that um and then sunday the third is a day when we really should be spending time um loving and s- being loving towards ourselves and towards other people really consciously loving either socially, um, you know, either expressing something. Take a moment to just express something loving on your social media. Put something beautiful out into the world. Um, be, be an expression of beauty and um, of, of love in this experience, whether it's a visual expression or a poem or whatever it is. Um, that's really what we need more of w- during this very dark and intense time. All right, sending you lots of love, and I will be back with you next week. Bye-bye.